Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional mess maker. And I am going to use this week's episode to help you navigate learning at home during this continued stressful time. So we are a week or more into this. How are you doing? Is it going okay? Are you guys going stir crazy yet? Have you run out of ideas? Do you not know where to turn? Is it maybe going smoothly for you and your family? I want to know the answer to these questions. So you can reach out to me directly through social media. Or, as always, you can leave me a comment directly connected to this episode. Depending on how you're consuming this episode. So, learning at home is not the same as learning in school. And I am sure that that has already become abundantly clear. So, having the kids at home all day, every day, for extended periods of time, is much, much different than, say, being home together for spring break or winter break or a holiday break. And you need to call on a lot more resources to maintain the calm and to... Feel productive yourself as an adult while keeping the kids engaged and entertained. And sometimes that means they may or may not be learning at the same time. So I want to take some of that pressure off your shoulders. Learning at home under these stressful circumstances should not give kids the same experience that they would get if they were in a structured classroom under a structured environment. Because learning at home is not structured. It's home. It's more of a relaxed environment. They're with people who they know. They're with people who they understand the expectations of. They're in a place where they know the rules and the consequences of the rules. And they know their role. 
so they know what is expected of them. So they're not going to have the same experience as they would in a formal school environment. So don't hold yourself to that pressure or expectation. Have some fun with this new experience. Because if you as an adult can have fun with this experience, the kids will have more fun with the experience. And then, naturally, you will want to engage in more learning and skill building based activities and experiences. And there won't be the pressure of expecting yourself to be able to magically pull creative, fun, engaging learning experiences out of the air. So I want to give you a couple of tips that can help make home learning easier. Look at it as an opportunity to get to know each other better. What do I mean by that? Center the things that you structure your day around around kids' interests. Perhaps even around your interests. So I'm sitting outside in the sunshine right now recording this episode. There's all kinds of stuff going on right now. The birds are chirping. The sun is out. There's not really any clouds in the sky, so it's bright blue and sunshiny. But there's so much stuff to do outside. There's borders that need to be raked. There's leaves that need to be raked. There's all kinds of things to get involved in and explore. And while you engage in these activities, you're getting moving, which is going to exert some of your physical, mental, and emotional energy. But naturally, kids are going to become curious about why certain jobs need to be done outside and or why certain jobs need to be done around the house. And these curiosities open great opportunities to have conversations, to answer kids' questions. And in some of the groups that I run, questions is one of the things I am encouraging people to incorporate into their learning experiences because kids are naturally curious. So by answering their questions, you engage in conversation and those conversations spark curiosity around new topics. I've talked about this before 
when we covered different subjects and different themes. And you can explore those podcast episodes, and I would encourage you to do so because you can get some inspiration around things that you can explore and ideas or topics that you can have conversations around. So right now, your kids are going to notice if you're getting out and you're walking around the neighborhood, your kids are going to notice that the trees are budding, depending on the kinds of trees that you have in your area. I'm actually sitting under a tree right now that is full of red buds. And those red buds are going to turn to leaves. And those leaves will eventually change color. That thankfully won't happen till much later in the year because leaves don't change color until the fall. But it can be a fun experience to observe trees and track trees and to explore the different kinds of trees and the things that are happening to those different kinds of trees right now. So you can do some observations around trees and what the changes are that they're going to go through. And you can explore why some trees right now have buds that will turn to leaves and why some have pine cones and pine needles. You can explore why some trees have sap that can be turned into maple syrup. And you can explore that process, which can lead to kids wanting to do an experiment. Perhaps they'll want to go and find a video or a demonstration on what causes the sap to ooze from the tree and then how you turn that sap into syrup. It's actually a very interesting process and I'm sure kids of all different ages will be interested in exploring that further. And as I'm sitting out here, I'm noticing all of the different kinds of plants that I am surrounded by. And that can be a fun science exploration that doesn't require any kind of formal teaching education background. You can simply have conversations around the different kinds of flowers. Perhaps you go on a walk around the neighborhood or perhaps you have flowers that come back every year in your own yard. And you can talk about the different kinds of flowers and the different kinds of trees and the different kinds of plants and what makes them the same and what makes them different. You can do the same thing with animals. Animals is 
a topic that I come back to again and again with kids. Um, so this can be a long-standing exploration. So if your kids take a specific interest in animals and love maybe in normal times going to the zoo or going to the aquarium, things that you can't do right now, you can find other ways to explore those animals and learn about those animals. You can go on walks around your own neighborhood and see the different kinds of animals that you can find. I have everything in my neighborhood from groundhogs to skunks to squirrels to, oh, raccoons to all kinds of things that I can't even think of right now. We have all kinds of birds that you can observe. And you can learn about the different kinds of birds that you might be able to see on a walk. And you can take that information and you can turn it into different kinds of activities. So you can get physically involved in a learning or a skill building experience. And I'm actually going to share one of those with you right now. So you can create a alphabet or number scavenger hunt. So you can create a list of letters A to Z or a list of numbers from 1 to 10, 1 to 20, 1 to 50, 1 to 100, however you want to break it up. And you can create a series of clues to spark kids thinking about what they might find in their surroundings and go on a nature exploration to see what kind of animals or what kind of food or what kind of insects or what kind of plants or you fill in the blank with a topic of interest to you or your child. And see how creative you can be to find items in nature that start with a specific letter of the alphabet. Or, if you're going to work on numbers, you can create story problems instead of clues for kids to find specific Specific numbers or amounts of items. So perhaps you give them a clue about... Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Being outside, I got distracted. So you can give them clues about finding a certain number of 
what they come to figure out is pine cones. So you can give them a story problem about pine cones. And that story problem can include a clue as to where they might find pine cones and where pine cones come from. So that's just a fun way to use a scavenger hunt for learning. You can, I'm just thinking about different ways that you can use this instead of just using the letters of the alphabet, you could even use the letters of the alphabet to practice spelling or letter recognition as kids find the object or perhaps practicing sound recognition, which is great speech practice as kids find certain objects that connect to certain letters. So that's a fun way to explore all kinds of subjects, topics, as you get out, enjoy some of the sunshine, burn off some of your angst and energy, and engage in learning experiences together. So another tip that I want to give you for relieving the pressure of creating learning at home is, again, creating experiences that kids don't actually get in the classroom. So again, coming back to my examples of doing scavenger hunts and story problems that they get to actually participate in and act out in real life. That's not an opportunity that large class classes of kids get to participate in when they're in school. And so giving them that experience at home is something you as the adult can put some of your knowledge to practice with as you engage in some physical activity with the kids in your life and work together to discover and explore new things. And then the third tip is explore and engage in, again, those soft skills, the skills that they don't always get to experience when they're in school because their learning experiences are usually technology or book-based. So giving them opportunities to be more responsible for themselves, helping out with, as we were talking about before, those outside chores, those inside chores. This gives them the opportunity to build new skills, to engage in physical activity, and to learn how things work. So I hope this episode helps you feel a little more inspired by home learning during this very stressful time. 
don't worry about making the at-home learning experience perfect. Allow yourself to participate in the learning from an adult perspective as much as you want to get the kids engaged in a learning experience. But expose them to some of those experiences that they wouldn't otherwise get. The cooking, the cleaning, the yard work, the exploring nature from the point of view of knowledge that you have as mom or dad or grandma or grandpa or aunt or uncle or whoever it is you might be hunkered down with during this difficult time. Share knowledge, create stories, engage in activities that allow you to learn from the kids and the kids to learn from you. Doing things like creating a birdhouse or exploring animal habitats or building and planting a garden or even a treehouse now that the weather is getting nicer. So that's what I have for you this week. I hope this coming week gets less stressful than perhaps the previous week may have been. I hope you'll join me next week when I'll have another fun learning and skill building episode for you. We'll have fun learning and building new skills through play together as we do every week. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have fun. Learn something new. And I will talk to you soon. Bye for now.